mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com You can't put a deadline on certain things that happen in our lives because we are not in control of it. And I think even just this obsession with getting to the end. I'm a baby girl at heart, baby girl, you're not. Your heart is struggling. <laughs> There's so much power in really recognizing I've tried. How come other people can have it and I can't? Will I ever actually have it? Pride is broken in the waiting. Ooh, let me Your tell pride you. is broken in the waiting. What patience does is humble you. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Two My Sisters podcast. I'm Courtney. And I'm Renee and we are your online sisters and hosts of the Two My Sisters podcast. We are all about promoting the wellness, growth and development of a community of sisters across the world. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about timing and patience, anxiety about the future, endurance training and of course, jealousy. (laughs) I love the talk about that. <laughs> so very, very excited for this one. But before we do get into it, mm-hmm. we do have a couple of uh, housekeeping. All right. So at this point in time, we will have received all of our applications for the Vision Fund. Mm. So we just want to say a massive thank you to everybody that has applied. We were absolutely flabbergasted <laughs> by the hundreds of applications wow. that we received for the fund, mm-hmm. which just goes to show that the sisters out here have vision and we are really, really excited to be supporting yeah. you so thank you thank you very much we will be announcing who will be the winner soon bear with us we've got to read through all the applications to make sure it's fair um but we will be back with an update very very soon so mm-hmm. thank you sisters for all of the applications thank you for the sharing we appreciate you so so much and we will be back very very soon with yeah. that announcement another housekeeping is a reminder to purchase the tms book oh the weeks are flying by (laughs) Uh, (laughs) as you listen to this we are on our final day of recording our audio book crazy and um yes thank you to all your sisters all the sisters who sent through dilemmas and stuff for us to feature in the book we cannot wait for you guys to enjoy this our heart and soul written on paper and so the book is available to pre-order for the uk girlies so visit the link in the description and in the show notes to be able to cap your copy however international sisters we're moving we're working we're, we're moving. getting it to you a sap honestly and on that note sisters we are still working on those international endeavors this is really going to be (laughs) facts girls we are working we are working very hard we'll be back with an update we can confirm that we have had over a thousand uh registrations for these international fun endeavors that we have coming (laughs) (laughs) we have coming up but we will be back with a very very astute update Mm -hmm. um which will feature all of the details and all of that kind of good stuff so no we have not forgotten we just have Mm -hmm. a lot of applications Mm -hmm. to get through Mm -hmm. and those details will be released soon so thank you for your patience the sisterhood is growing please 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 continue to put other sisters onto the two my sisters community because the revolution has started it has it has and we can't wait for you to be a part of it honestly honestly yeah 
But housekeeping aside, it's time for the ding, ding, ding. Dilemma. Let's get into it. Let's talk. Hi, sisters. Hey, beloved. I've Oh, beloved. <laughs> <laughs> giving it yana van zen oh child is definitely giving it yana beloved. i love that hi yana. if you're listening to this we'd love to have you on the show really anyways would. hi sisters hey. i've been in a relationship for a while and in many ways my boyfriend is amazing nice he's smart hardworking, and sweet you love to see it however he has one issue that's been affecting me since early days they all. yeah <laughs> he has a drinking problem oh <laughs> damn <laughs> wow um, which he acts way too casual about because he is a high achiever in his career. Mm. On a few occasions, his drunkenness has ended up with him starting fights, getting really sloppy in public, and recently even making a mess that I had to clean up. Oh dear. <sighs> oh dear. I often find myself having to care for him and remind him of things he's done the next day. It's tiresome because he often becomes disrespectful and makes me the villain when I ask him to stop. Sadly, I love him dearly and care. So the thought of leaving instead of helping makes me feel guilty. Mm. I know this is not what I want for my life. I've tried to support him and suggest resources. Even his family agrees that he needs to stop, but he's reluctant to take accountability. Mm. This issue has taken my focus off myself and I feel so choked by it. This is too much to bear. Please help a sister out. The thing about dealing with someone who has addiction, an addiction, right. which they are in denial about, is they are going to be in denial. And it takes somebody first acknowledging their problem for there to be any ounce of change. Mm. And so for me, mm-hmm. if you if change is something that you desire in order for your relationship to move forward and to continue to evolve, which I can imagine it is, you're going to need to have him come to the realization that he has a problem and that it is a problem. It's not just the drinking, it's the behavior that comes once he's drunk. Absolutely. If he is struggling to believe you, I would say, sister, whip out that phone and record him in his madness, okay? No, no, no. You need to give evidence that, okay, you don't believe me. This is what you are like when you are drunk. This is not just my me saying this this is not just us <laughs> saying this this is you i want you to see how you are mm. um but also understand that this is a very real and very hard kind of habit and addiction um, and problem that a lot of people face yeah and it's not easy to give up especially if you have become used to drinking um casually recreationally whatever it is and so i think this is about to be a very long journey and you are well within your right to say that you would kind of take a step back Mm. whilst he was figuring out that journey for himself and this isn't to be harsh but as someone who has seen addiction particularly even to alcohol play out in their family girl it is tough really really tough i would highly recommend that if your boyfriend once he does or hopefully he does acknowledge what he's going through Mm. find a professional therapist i think when we are um in romantic relationships with people we try to assume the position of their healer and that's not our position to play Um, especially if we are not qualified professionals but also because we actually need emotional support whilst we see a loved one going through such a transformation and such a journey and so I think it's important for you to yes lean on your community his family the people around you who have also 
seen this problem in his life um, as well as, you know, love him, love you. However, he needs a community around him of people who can also empathize and help him with the help that he actually needs. So whether that's AA, whether that's a therapist, whether that's somebody, you know, to be an accountability partner, whoever it is, somebody that is not you, who can help him with this journey. Um, If he doesn't want to take this, you cannot force anybody to change. Mm. And it's important for you to now come to the, you know, big girl decision time. Do I want to be with this guy whilst he's still behaving this way? Do I want to be with him whilst he's figuring it out? And do I see a future for us together if he doesn't change? Because the hope is obviously he would. However, this is the person that he is now. And unless he makes personal choices, this is the person who he may always be. And it's now down to you to realize, to ask yourself rather, is this something that I could live with? for the rest of my life. As much as I love him, is this going to work? And there is a place where we love people, we are in love with people, but then we have to see are our futures compatible with each other? Even though I love you and I love your personhood and I love who you are when we are together, there are parts of you which are going to be there. And this may take up a huge part of your life, is going to take up week it's not it may just be casual drinking here there you know maybe some weekends you go out he gets lashed and then you wake up on Sundays you figure it out but then it's going to be family occasions it's going to be Christmas it's going to be birthdays it's going to be graduations it's going to be key milestone moments where he may not have memories of them because he was drunk and your memories of these keystone moments were cleaning up his vomit or making sure that he didn't smash up the place do you get what I mean and these are very I'm not trying to be harsh I'm or scare people but these are very real realities Mm. that you have to say as much as I am in love with you do I want that Mm. the answer may actually be no and so as much as I love you I may have to take a bit of a step back and say that's just not what I want for my future and that's okay and to take a step back and say you know maybe we break up maybe we just remain friends I will still support you but it can't be from that same position of intimacy I once held because now this is hurting me and that's fine. That's not selfish. That's giving him room to to get what he needs. And it's giving you room as well to not have this kind of fear in your life and this burden as well in your life surrounding him and his alcoholism. So I would definitely say, you know, try your best to encourage him to acknowledge that he actually does have a problem and then see if you can help him get the help he needs outside of you mm. um, to be able to overcome this problem. But if he doesn't want to accept either of those two things, I think you have to have a real conversation with yourself about whether you want to stay. Um, I could tell you what I would do personally, but that doesn't actually matter. It comes down to what you actually want for yourself. Um, so yeah, how about you? That was a great, great answer. Very, very comprehensive. <laughs> um, completely agree. There you go. There you, wow. there you have it, folks. Um, <laughs> so no, I think I think what was really beautiful about that answer though was just the fact that you recognized all of the different angles, right? I think... What's beautiful about this particular example is that it's not just you. Obviously, he's got a thriving community of mm. his family recognize that this is an issue as well. Mm. So I think oftentimes in these kind of cases, it can feel like a unnecessary burden, which is something that you pointed out. Um, and that can also curate feelings of guilt when you want to step back or if it's something that you're actually considering 
um, moving away from. But just knowing that, you know, he's got a community of people mm. around him to also support mm. is really uplifting. And it means that it's not something that you need to shoulder alone. And, you know, when we do relationships, we do them in community, yeah. not just um, between you and the person. That's so good. definitely even utilizing that, confiding and supporting the family and endeavors to support him is a really good angle to take. Yeah. And it means that you also minimize the guilt that you feel when you want to take a step back because mm. it's perfectly valid to feel like uncomfortable and just thinking about the future of your relationship is this something practical that you can yeah. move forward with yeah. and if the answer is no then the answer is no and that's okay and it yeah. may be a period of breaking up so he can sort himself out it may be a more long-term breakup mm. whatever is the best solution for you and your future um and thinking about your future together right because if this is something that's causing as you were saying issues now it can become an issue not just in the future but in other areas of life mm. the thing about you know addiction that can be so destructive is it really does it it really does um impact other areas of our lives um not just our relationships but even you know our working capacity our and and something like drinking as well which has real physiological um implications and effects on the body it is something that rightfully so you should be worried about so kudos to you for bringing it up to him it may need to escalate a little bit in terms of showing him some recorders of him acting up gathering you know other reports of him in terms of being able to compel him to take more accountability and even when that doesn't work at least you tried and you did your best and it may be something that is beyond your capacity to fix you can be there to support but this is not on you to fix so just remembering that this isn't this isn't your burden to fix it may be a little bit of your burden insofar as supporting him as a girlfriend currently as a friend as a human being um but feeling that this is completely your shoulder to your burden to shoulder is absolutely not right um so yeah i would definitely encourage you to think about that encourage Mm. you to utilize the community that both you and he have around Mm. you at this time before you make your decision and if it is so that you know after that process it seems like things are not improving or you can't you don't have the capacity to support in the way um that is conducive then take a step back um but sis we're sending you lots of love and light addiction is not an easy thing it's a really really hard thing it's a very destructive um it's a really destructive thing. And we we pray that there would be some wholesomeness in, yeah. in this journey. And we really do um, pray that you would even feel fortified during this time to take this on and have wisdom about the way that you go about it. Um, and we're even sending love and well wishes to him and his family and hope that you both and all come through it um, on the other side. There is light at the end of the tunnel and we hope that that is the case for your boyfriend. Amen to that. Um, but yeah, moving into the... The conversation. The meeting bones of the conversation. Yeah. So. (laughs) (laughs) How was that? You know what? (laughs) You know what? (laughs) (laughs) Trey songs. The evil you have done. You know what it was making. You know what it was making. You know that thing I sent you that was like when your friend sends you a voice note, you think it's important. No, because you'd be thinking, oh, it must be important. Something emergency, a four-minute voice note. <laughs> and it's just your friend singing Bruh. rubbish. 
Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> it is now the end of January 2023. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> A statement of violence. I don't know how we got here, but we're here. Month one out of okay. 12 done. Mom, what, 12 month, isn't even a big number. We, Merry Christmas. Essentially. We're basically in 2025. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. It might even be, it's what holidays. is it? The, the Ethiopian New, New Year. Year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to all our Ethiopian we listeners. Love you guys, Thank you honestly. for teaching the world that time is just a construct. It's just a construct. They're like, I'm sorry. Gregorian calendar who? Who? Mm, that's why they weren't colonized. He's I'm like, telling you. It's on- <laughs> I'm telling you. Anyways, back into the conversation. Yeah. The reason I draw attention to the fact that, you know, it is the end of January 2023. It can cause a lot of anxiety for people yeah. who have, you know, maybe have some goals for the end of the year yeah. or are thinking about moving towards the future. And typically we use January as that time to kind of test, like, have we retained those good habits? Mm. Are we moving intentionally towards our future? And I wanted to start there and kind of ask you, how do you feel January has gone for you and how oh, in the grand scheme of things and the grand scheme of the year and yeah. I guess your life, yeah. how do you feel about January yeah. and how it's gone for you? It's been great. Yeah? Yeah, I've loved yeah. it. I've loved yeah. every day yes. of it. Uh, January has been a really, Today really good month for me. Be the greatest day of our lives. Side note, <laughs> take that was in there big bag when they wrote that song stay close to me stay close to gary barlow thank you sir does Take he have a that. night does he have a night i'm sure they'd be dashing to. that out to everyone i personally have loved this month yeah uh it was fast and slow yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what a lot happened this month and i i really didn't realize that so much was happening in mm, january mm-hmm. till i kind of took a step back i was like whoa yeah. you know when you yeah, open yeah. your calendar and there's a dot on every day yeah. and you're like oh Child. things were really moving but i think january was the the month that i realized i'm living my dreams yeah I'm living in some answered prayers right now. I love that for you. I really do too, man. I love that for um, you. It was good. And obviously my my word for this year has been habits. Mm. And I think I am cultivating good ones. It's been a bit shaky. Like for the last three days, <laughs> I haven't been to the gym when I was going to. But you know, uh, it's been a bit shaky here and there. But it's also me learning myself mm. and learning, okay, what kind of triggers me to start and stop certain habits? What are certain boundaries that I need to put in place with different people? Right. Um, and it's been a time of also learning as much as it has been about execution. Okay. And I think with January, we kind of come in and we're like, execute, execute, execute. And it's like, yeah, yeah uh, you still got 11 months uh, left to do all of that, right, you right. know? Um, so kind of fine tuning has mm. been January and I've, mm-hmm. I've really enjoyed that. Um, it has been a good month. I've hated the weather and that has affected me. Just wanted to put that out there. Seasonal depression is real just to let the people know you can take as much vitamin d as you want it won't replace the sun yeah yeah no i hear how that. about you how's january been january's been good i think equally the weather has actually 
affected me a lot more than yeah. I would have liked. Yeah. I genuinely dislike cold weather. Yeah. I don't like dark weather either. Yes. I thrive in the sunlight. Um, I am already hatching my retirement plan to yeah. the Caribbean yeah. or to a very, very nice African country. Yeah. And I will spend the rest of my days there because I am so sick to death of being in this weather. Facts. Aside from that, I think January equally has been going really, really well. It's been both fast and slow. Yeah. In that there has been a quickening of certain things that I'd like to see right. happen as a result of certain things that were in place last year right. and just like a years before. And it's also been slow in the sense of I really enjoyed like taking my time with my days because it feels like my days, I just have a really new, not a newfound appreciation, but a renewed sense of appreciation for the importance of halting things mm. and like really living in the present moments and really like enjoying. And I think because January is like the first um, month of the year, just even in terms of like my relationships or my interactions with people, I've really enjoyed slowing things down a little mm. bit because I know that there's busy seasons coming up for me and stuff. So really taking my time to establish, I feel, mm. has been January for me, which I've, I've really honestly enjoyed. Yeah. Um, I've liked being a lot more intentional with how I use my time. Mm. And I also, I love the fact that you brought up learning because yeah, January has been a month of learning for me in more ways learning than one, curve. boy. We've been le learning curves. <laughs> <laughs> learning curves and road humps, baby. Yeah. Um, lots of learning, which I'm grateful for because I actually really enjoy learning. Yeah. Like it really, the thing about learning is sometimes it can be frustrating when you yeah. start doing something and you're not good at it. Mm. And there's somebody that's like, like that. I love being good at things. Yeah. I won't shy away from saying I like being good at things. Yeah. Like that's why I really enjoy learning because I know that I can get to a place where I'm good at the thing. But I think the difficult thing, especially when we're thinking about like moving into the future and all that kind of stuff is we can have all these goals and all these things that we want to move towards at the end of the thing. But at the beginning, we're often really bad. Like we're bad. Facts. <laughs> Facts. We're really, really bad. And mm, that's good. Uh, at least for me, sometimes it can cause a little bit of anxiety because it feels like, wow, I'm now very hyper aware of the fact that there's a gap between mm. where I want to be and where I currently mm. am. And I think it basically is a great segue into the next point that I wanted to kind of talk about, which is how do you deal with the fact that, you know, you may have these really big goals or yeah. like you're looking to the future. I want to do this. You know, I want to be get this amount of money. I want to be married. I want to mm. do this. Mm. But it feels like where you currently are feels yeah. so far away yeah. from that. Like, how do you deal with the anxiety that comes across right. as that? Like, how, what, what does one do what when does you're one bad? Do? Uh, you know what? Firstly, acknowledge that, yeah, you're not where you want to be. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nah, Don't the reason why that's a big No, yeah, you've got to be honest with yourself. Like, I'm not where I want to be. And that's good because yeah, at yeah, least yeah. when you know your starting point, you can actually start to orient better and you can start to navigate better because mm. you're not in denial about where you're starting from. Yeah. And so when it comes to mapping your life out, you're actually, you know where you're standing, you know? Um, and then you can start to just accept, okay, this is where I am. What do I have, right? So I know where I want to be, but what do I currently have in my possession? Whether that be skills, tools, network, uh characteristics what vision what do I currently have mm. that is going to help me 
on this journey? Are there some things I even need to let go of and leave right here at this particular point in time? And then you start to work on, okay, now that I'm going on a journey towards the things that I actually want, I need to let go of some baggage. I need to let go of some bad traits. And I also need to maybe sharpen up my skills, sharpen up my knife, sharpen up my my um, network, get in contact with different people who yeah. I know could help me navigate a bit better, who I'm going to meet on the way. And once you start doing that, you now recognize that, okay, now I've prepared my myself now it start it's now it's time to start taking steps and i find that the the greatest robbery that impatient that impatience does to us is it robs us of steps and mm. it deceives us into thinking we need to start taking leaps mm. and you don't That's you good. just need to start taking steps and this is what we were saying a couple of weeks ago we were talking about it's okay if 2023 isn't the year that you become her and you're that yet you're still becoming her because sometimes when you accept that instead of taking leaps you're going to take steps you realize this is going to take me about triple the time and that's okay because at least i won't break my leg do you know what I mean? At least I will still have some energy. At right. least I have paced myself in a way that is in alignment with my current endurance and stamina. Mm. That's actually okay because then I know I will make it. It may take me longer, but as long as I'm taking steps in the right direction and I've prepared and I've mapped out things, I'm taking steps and I will get there mm. eventually. And I think patience or lacking patience makes us frustrated with the idea of eventually and it's like but when is the time like what's the date I want to know when I'm going to get there and it's like well why because if you knew or you didn't know you still have to take steps regardless right but it's like no because I'm trying to pace myself by knowing the deadline and it's like sometimes we can't put a deadline on certain we've all learned this like mm. we can't put a deadline on certain things that happen in our lives because we are not in control of it there are too many factors in this world yeah. for us to just think because we have a vision board, everything is going to come oh, to us in the way that we want it. I've seen it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand. That's what I see when I go to sleep. Okay, that's fine. But even Jesus had, um, not Jesus, Joseph had a dream, right? The dream was pretty vivid to him oh, and man. he had the interpretation. Yeah. Two days later, he's in a pit in the floor. That was a oh being sold into slavery oh no no issue of his own oh do you get what i mean so as much as you can see it i'm not denying that it's there i'm just saying the gap between now and there could be filled with some things you haven't seen <laughs> that's the problem i almost got whiplash <laughs> I almost got whiplash. But that's the, that's the actual problem, so right? Good. It's not about what you have or have not seen. Everyone can see the end goal. You know, everyone has their dreams you of holding. You see the pit stop, boy. But you didn't see the pit stops. You didn't see the holes in the road. You didn't see the wear and tear that was going to come with it. And that's okay. You've got to equip yourself with for possibilities mm, right that's good and that's and it's not to say have contingency plans but again it goes to that conversation we're having about not being too obsessed i think you can become obsessed with your destination but don't be too obsessed with the road you take there mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be this specific way it can end up being that way as long as we are getting to the right place or maybe we'll learn that the destination isn't even ultimately where we actually wanted to be maybe mm. we constructed that vision board because everyone else on social media wanted those things mm. And that's what Pinterest was telling us that we should want. But actually we've discovered more about ourselves and we've realized I don't want that. That's also perfectly okay. But I think you have to be more obsessed with the, the discovery, the mm, relationship with mm -hmm, God, the mm -hmm, trust, mm -hmm. the development of your community, being in healthy relationships, the bigger picture stuff, yeah. you know? Um, but I think a lot of us kind of 
we struggle with the idea of this gap because we think that this gap tells us we're not worthy. Mm. We think that this gap tells us it will never be us. This gap tells us you're further away than you actually think. And it's like, no, you just got to get up and start walking. Absolutely. That's it. Wow. I'll be in my salmon bag sometimes. There we have it, folks. <laughs> I've said this already. And it ain't even weird. We ain't even scratched the surface. <laughs> um, if you would like to leave your offering, we'll put a PayPal link below because, you know, we do need money. To- <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I absolutely love everything that, oh gosh, that whole get- chat, I was, ooh, I almost fell in that guy. Let me tell you something. <laughs> But no, I absolutely love that. And I think even this whole notion of us being fearful of distance, mm. right? We we interpret distance as indicative of our failure rather than interpreting distance as an opportunity for how much for gauging how much stamina that yeah. we have, right? Yeah. And I think even just this obsession with getting to the end. We've spoken about this at length before, but sometimes it's not about getting to the end. Sometimes it's just getting far enough Facts. for the day oh, and then please. getting far enough for the next day Facts. and then getting far enough for the next month Facts. and then getting far enough for the next year. Yeah. We see this gap and we forget that within this gap is time and that time is going to pass. And if you're so obsessed with getting to the end, you'll yeah. forget that you actually need the opportunity to really rest in the present. Facts. And it's like when we are... it. Man, it, it really makes me think of like um, focus. So like, for example, when you are, there's like this game where it's like uh, you'll watch a video and they'll tell you to focus on one thing. Yeah. And then by the time you get to the end of the video, they're like, oh, well, did you see the um, upside down? Everything monkey? changed. Yeah. Did you see like the colors in the background? Yeah. Did you see X, Y, Z? Because you told me to focus on this one you thing. You told me to focus on this one thing. Of course, <laughs> I didn't see the flying monkey <laughs> that was running in the background for the past 30 seconds. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But that was a powerful and that's a really good example of the fact that when you focus on the wrong thing, you will miss so much of the beauty that mm, life has to offer you good. because you're so hell bent on getting to the end. That's good. And the thing about life is life will end. Excellent. But what do you do with your meanwhile? Do you know what I mean? What are they going to fill the eulogy with? with? Are they going to fill it with, oh, she was so focused on the end and when we got there, there was nothing else to say. <gasps> she made it. <laughs> but, <laughs> she made it. It, it. it is done. <laughs> we just about got there. Do you know what I mean? But even yeah. thinking about like marathon running as well, right? Mm. When you think of marathon runners, they don't just think about the end. They think about the checkpoints. Right. How do I get to each checkpoint right. so that I can complete the race? Right. When we're thinking about the future and the end game, we also need to think about the checkpoints. Mm. That then decreases the gaps and it makes it seem more like a journey as opposed to this entirely yeah. infinite amount of time and space yeah. that we have to fill up. So what are the checkpoints that you can have that can allow you to feel like you're moving more purposefully towards the end yeah. goal? Yeah. the finish line right like when we're thinking about like the 800 meters or whatever it is right it's not just about getting across it's about getting there in the most efficient way possible Good. and passing key signposts Good. what are the signposts that you are putting in your life to allow you to gauge progress to understand that you're actually making the correct moves towards right, where you right need direction. to go in the right direction right and i think whilst it can be intimidating to recognize oh yo there's a long way to go there's so much power in really recognizing I've tried. You know what I mean? Like I've made a couple of steps. And I've done steps. enough for today. I've done enough for today. And understanding that there's only so much you can do in those checkpoint Facts. times as well. Yeah. I think sometimes when we see the distance as well overall, we overarch or overreach ourselves in the specific time bound um, appointments that we've given ourselves, mm. right? So it's the 
I want to look like this at the end of the year. I need to lose X amount or I want to gain X amount. I'm going to absolutely kill it in Mm. this 24 hour period. Not understanding that if you had actually just stretched that time and stretched that effort, then you would have made more significant progress than just completely panicking and thinking you need to do everything yesterday. Yeah. But yeah, it's really understanding pacing yourself, really understanding the importance of having checkpoints. Um, I'm really understanding that journeys are long and that's okay and you, and you know it's what it fine is. You know. it's actually okay and I think it becomes about like two things come to mind one we have a very horrible relationship with the un- unknown in right general. absolutely it's what challenges our faith it's what challenges absolutely. our uh our motivation is this thing even going to exist does god even exist does do my friends even love me like it's a lot of unknowns 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 because we can't ever really 100% be certain on anything but the second thing is that's what leads to anxiety when you're obsessed about these things that you do not know because you cannot control absolutely you inevitably become anxious like it's it, it reminds me of that teaching in the bible don't worry about tomorrow tomorrow's troubles are sufficient for itself like lining up something honest and it's not even just that it's lining up something that's hot it's it's troubles are there why are you worried (laughs) about them today (laughs) and that's the thing we try to preempt it's like we front load all of the worry right and then think that because we have front load all front loaded sorry all of the worry and all of the panic that it's the world, the universe, God now owes us joy on yeah. the offload. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get what I mean? That, okay, I'm going to go through all the panic and the anxiety and the pain and the, the strife of it now, which means that inevitably when I get there, it's all going to be free. It's all going to be good because I've experienced all the pain. It's like, no, you don't know what the future holds for you. Mm-hmm. You don't know what wave of emotions you're also going to go through in the future. So what's the point of front loading your anxiety Absolutely. now for things that you don't even fully understand in the future? And so I think it's important for us to just be like, you know what? Let me appreciate just today yeah. or yeah. just this week. And like, I really, I guess it's hearkening on me now how important that scripture is that talks about don't worry about tomorrow because that will give you anxiety, especially if you have dreams of big things. Yes. Because oftentimes, even when we were talking about habit stacking, right, it requires you to build on certain things. And so if you're unsure about today, don't even worry about tomorrow because tomorrow started on today. Absolutely. So the problem is, because I'm not sure about whether I can execute today well, I'm also scared about the security of tomorrow. Right. And then I'm scared about the security of next month. It's like when you live paycheck to paycheck, paycheck, right? It's like, if I don't get this money today, I don't know about next month's bills. And then, God forbid, we don't get money next month. I don't know about the next month's bills. Next thing you know, we're homeless. And then you keep thinking, it's a downward spiral in thinking, right? Because you know, everything is kind of stacked on top of each other. Mm. So let's just take care of what's imminently in front of us and what Mm. we do have understanding of. Because I guarantee you, as much as you may have anxiety, even about what's going to happen next week, you do have a bit of understanding about what you need to do today. Absolutely. And so if you kind of take that nugget of, as much as today may feel overwhelming, I understand what I need to do today and you just do it then you have confidence that tomorrow is sitting on a strong today Jeez. do you get what i mean yeah yeah yeah. no totally understand. so actually shift your focus to just be like as much as people may even be asking you oh what's your five-year plan oh when are you going to get married oh when are you going to have i don't know and be okay <laughs> no, no 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 you've got to be okay giving people that answer i don't know do you know no so why are you asking me we don't know we don't know you know when you think i should do these things but that's not how life works. Absolutely. It probably isn't the way life even worked for you, right? Things don't necessarily work out the way they should all the time. Or the way that we want, precisely. Exactly, precisely. And so it becomes down to 
you're asking me all these questions doesn't mean I have to have the answers and I'm not going to pressure myself to force an answer out of me when I don't know. And it's okay to not know. It's okay to be like, I don't know, but I know what's on my to-do list today and getting married wasn't on it. So... Maybe going on a date was, but but getting but not married. getting married. So I can tell you what I know. I can't tell so you yeah, what I, can't I don't. Tell you nothing else. I'm just going out. We're just going to get a coffee, and we're going to enjoy that. Yeah. And that's another thing. Don't rob yourself of the present. It's something that I'm learning as well. Like mm. as someone who is very future obsessed, yep. like yep. I, I spend time just imagining and thinking and dreaming. It's also like okay, vision and you can dream, but open your eyes and see what's actually in front of you and appreciate that beauty as Absolutely. well because then that becomes memories. Um and you don't want to rob yourself of your youth. Like we can be out here shouting hot girl, baby girl, whatever, but this season is just a season. You're going to be a grown woman at some point. You're gonna have grandkids and children as much you you can be like I'm a baby girl at heart, baby girl you're not your heart is struggling. <laughs> Not <laughs> <Let> me preemptively, <laughs> preemptively cardiac talking. issues, you know. Not God forbid, not Cardi not, B, cardiac, no Cardi B, cardiac. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> that is so. Funny. Do you get what I mean? Like you have to, you have to be mindful of the fact that these days are going to be those days. You know, back in that day you know but these these are the days we have presently and so we have to live in them mm. and so let's not rob ourselves of them because we filled the days with anxiety right. and anxious thoughts and panic and i'm not talking about clinical uh, versions of this i'm talking about the day-to-day ones that we experience right. um because we are so overloaded with thoughts and fears about the future and that's another thing we were talking about i think in season two a lot that a lot of us are walking around with fear and how fear is not really the most useful uh thing to allow yourself to continuously live with even though it's probably the emotion that we are most acquainted with mm, that's good it makes me think of um a saying that we shared recently which is faith and fear both require you to believe in something that hasn't yeah. happened yet and it's like which of the two will you feed because good. eventually something will manifest but if you allow it to be fear that you're feeding it then what manifests will be your fears Child, that's why I'm scared of making a billion pounds. Oh, it's it pure so much stress. It's a phobia. Jeez, oh, get it away from me, <laughs> money. Oh my gosh, ew, <laughs> get it away from me. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> if you are listening, Renee just winks to the camera just to let everybody know. <laughs> Not the audio, um, subtitles. Um, but no, I think that that was a wonderful reflection and funnily enough it leads very much into the next thing that I wanted to talk about which was developing patience Mm. I think sometimes it can be really difficult to sit and be patient and be present and actually deal with the fact that what you want you can't have yet so how would you advise the sisters listening folks that are listening just in general that are impatient with their results and very much want what they wanted yesterday not even today they (laughs) wanted it yesterday it should have happened um or even dealing with that right the whole mm, things that we was you know maybe are aspiring to i know that for example for women a big one can often be things like relationships funnily enough i was um on the twitters and there was this controversial tweet that blew its way onto my blew its way like a leaf blower (laughs) onto my homepage where somebody was speaking about the fact that they were in their um I think mid-20s and they hadn't had their first relationship yet and they felt really like inadequate and they had been doing all the right things but it just hadn't happened for them yet um 
what do you say to the people that are hoping for things in the future, but also feel like those kind of things should have already happened mm. or wish they were already closer or, you know, it was something that they wish would have happened for them quite a while ago? Oh, girls, firstly, I'm not an expert on patience because I am quite an impatient <laughs> person. It's unfortunately <laughs> one of the lessons that I've had to learn over the last maybe six months. Um, I have struggled with patience because my mind goes to if I can't have it now, I'll never have it. Mm, and I think mm-hmm. it, a lot of times patience is an issue of a lack of faith. Right. Right. Um, And so the reason why I say that is because for us as Christians, you guys know our like personal faith journeys. I think it's, when I think of patience, I have to think of the fact that patience is a fruit of the spirit. And so because it is a fruit of the spirit, it requires faith to even cultivate it. Right. Um, And so faith is one of those things that's tough because our minds can easily go to but I don't understand why this isn't working out for me. And oftentimes faith and our understanding don't go hand in hand. Absolutely. And so I think to myself, even with that tweet, right? Our understanding says I've worked on myself. I'm happy. I know what I want. I feel like it's time. I'm at the right age. I've got people around me. Why hasn't anyone come? I've done everything. And patience tells us, because this isn't all on you, Mm. right? And number two, just because you want it doesn't mean you can have it. Think about the way we train children, right? Just because you want dessert before dinner, you're going to eat this dinner first, you know, because you've got to learn discipline. You've got to learn patience. You've got to learn all these skills that will carry over into other parts of life. But also I don't want to teach you to be entitled. And I think some of us go through our own lives feeling entitled to have whatever we want. Mm -hmm. And I want to tread lightly here because I do believe there's power in declaring things and working towards things. And you have it, having your vision boiled and saying, you know, I want this, it's going to be mine. I want it. I can have it. And it's like, okay, Yes, you want it, you can have it, but is it necessarily what's good for you? Mm. Is it good for you now, number one? Number two, a harsh reality that we need to accept is the world doesn't operate on meritocracy. Just because you want it and you've worked towards it doesn't necessarily mean in every aspect of your life you can actually have it at the time you wanted it. And so sometimes it's hard to then... The reason why these things are hard is it causes us to then look at ourselves Mm. and then be either very insecure and think how come other people can have it and I can't will I ever actually have it and that's why I say it's a question an issue of faith Mm. right and an issue of do I actually believe this is something I I can have and how attached am I actually to this idea as well um and so what I would say to those people who find themselves in those positions very similar to I is baby, you have your whole life ahead of you for certain things to show up. And literally when I tell you certain things in your life can change overnight, I really mean overnight. It takes one email. It takes one meeting somebody. It like, it's one moment that can change Absolutely. everything. Absolutely. And as much as I'm, I'm not saying that to give you like the, this kind of delusional belief that, hey, my life is going to happen in a miracle moment. Not necessarily, but it is to say that you can't engineer everything. Mm. You can't force people's hands. You can't make people act a certain way. And that can lead to a lot of frustration in the waiting period because you want other people to act in ways you can't control. And it's important for us to kind of sit back and think, you know what, all I can do is my part, which is to be prepared. And then when the time is right for it to be, for it to happen it will happen Mm. and 
that is an unknown many of us are not willing to accept because we are control freaks. I am, I have a control issue. I like to control, every, no, 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 I have a control issue. I love to control everything. Mm. And it's a form, dare I say, of pride. Because yeah. I believe I know what's best for me. Yeah. I know what timing is best for me. I know what people are best for me. I know what process is best for me. I know what timeline is best for me. I know what outcomes are best for me. I know what family will be best for me. I know what man would be best for me. I know what's best for me. It's like, do you really? Because if you did, how come you've ended up in hot water so many times? You see about that. <laughs> and that's about me personally, <laughs> right? And then there's the flip side of people who their lives have been perfect. They've done everything according to the book. And then there's an arrogance that surrounds, I've done everything right. Therefore, I should have exactly. this, like, this particular And it's time. like, what patience does is humble you. Yeah. You are not in control of this situation. Relax. Take a chill pill. The funny thing is often, I think what's really interesting about patience, patience is definitely something that's close to my heart mm. and actually close to my life. One of my middle names actually means patience is beautiful. Aww. Mom, you know, you Ibo knew it. We love to see it. I go bait out my whole government <laughs> on this internet. It's a web before people would be, uh, Renee, I said Not the beat Yo, not that level of proximity and the closeness to me. Absolutely not. Um, but I think what is actually beautiful about patience is the way that it works out so much good things in your character and the way that it forces you to be humble because you have to wait. There is pride is broken in the waiting. Ooh, let me your tell pride you. is broken in the waiting. And it's funny because oftentimes the, like what I found in life is oftentimes the things that I don't have immediately become an idol to me. There's so many things that many of us are waiting for that haven't happened yet that have become idols in our lives. Like talk worship it. That worship it. Really. Whether it's the money, whether it's the marriage, whether it's um, the relationship, whatever it is. It's like there are certain things that we don't have yet that are idols in our lives. You realize how much of your self-value you what? have put in that thing. How much of your hope and so safety. much your whole life like literally revolves around, around you it. attaining this thing whether it's the body aesthetic whether it's the house whatever it is it has become an idol to the point that it becomes frustrating that you don't have it yeah now don't get me wrong there it is completely valid to be frustrated when you have actually been putting a lot of work, work. in and it feels like you're not getting a return on that investment right however when it completely overtakes your capacity to do anything else when it's something you constantly think about when it's something that you're constantly like literally addicted to talking about that's when you know this thing has become an idol yeah. in my life. And that's okay in the sense that many of us have fallen prey to it. But what's not okay is when you allow it to continue. That's good. Life doesn't work out in the way that we want it to. It isn't, you know, follow the yellow brick road and you'll find yourself at Oz. It is follow this brick, pick up this brick over here. Oh, the road is a little bit. You might fall into a, a whole tiger pit over there. Yeah. Like that's the way that life is, is built. It is a whole mess of squiggly lines. Yeah. Even some of our attempts to make the road straight will not yield. 
there you can throw whatever you, you know those people that throw money at everything yeah or like they they have their fail safe there's no fail, fail safe, safe for life yeah. and achieving your goals sometimes things will naturally take longer particularly if you are in an environment that is not conducive for what you actually want mm. so even thinking about the assist that was like oh i've been doing everything and all that kind of stuff maybe right now your environment is not conducive to you finding somebody that would be a long-term partner right and it was interesting because later on in the tweet she was talking about the fact that she had tried dating but it feels like nobody's interested in a committed relationship mm. and all that kind of stuff i think it's better that you're single at this particular point in time than wasting your time Facts. with somebody that actually doesn't Facts. want to be intentional with you and this is for all of the sisters that are out here you know entertaining all sorts of situationships and nonsense and rubbish we need to stop giving it's the situationships that always get me because life is a big old situation why are you bringing more ships in Into to this the situation? Rubbish. You bringing more ships to the harbor? You were dark. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> you bringing more ships to the situation? We ain't got no time for no situation. Stop it. And likewise, my brothers out here that are just entertaining and doing all sorts mm, of rubbish. Because Why? you know what? That's what derails you on the journey. Honestly and truly. That's exactly what derails you on the journey. Honestly You are taking all these leaps, steps, whatever to, and you're like, you know what? I'm tired. And there was a video I did like many years ago, actually, which is relevant to this. You end up making a home out of a pit stop. Oh, this was just a petrol station. This, this caravan. <laughs> you want to make a house. You want to make a house because you're tired hey. of waiting. You're no. tired of journeying. You and next thing you know, you settled. For second best. Egg. Even the last of the Stop level. it, don't kill me. <laughs> you know them races where the last person. Your last. Your least. Absolutely. You are and to what be the makes best. it even worse is because we are cultivating a culture where we don't like patience, people are settling way too early. Absolutely. Way too. How are you 25? You've given up. Baby. If you don't pick up your little mini skirt and go Get outside, going. what the heck? Why have Get you going. given up? Or like, maybe go to a coffee shop and look. Oh, yeah, hundred look all mysterious. Stuff, yeah. But like so many people have given up preemptively and right, prematurely. Right, right. Where it's like, why are you giving your future right. over to impatience and Absolutely. saying, rob me of all of my joy? To bring up something that I've written about recently, mm. delayed gratification mm. and the importance of delayed gratification. I wrote an article recently for my newsletter yeah. where I was talking about delayed gratification. Yeah. I, it's literally been one of my favorite experiments. It's called the marshmallow experiment yeah. where basically there's an um, interviewer. Yeah. They've got a couple of kids. He gives, he puts basically marshmallows in the center and says, you can have more of these marshmallows if you wait for me to return. Yeah. And then when I return, you can yeah. have both these yeah. marshmallows and more. And more. The kids that went for the marshmallow straight away ate it or the kids that went for the marshmallow, they waited like maybe two minutes and, you know, ate it. Consistently, in I think 40 years after yeah. the experiment, were lagging behind in literally every single area of their life. Yeah. Every area. Whereas the kids who waited and then got the extra marshmallows, successful. They were making money. Yeah. Their SAT scores were phenomenal. Their relationships were more fulfilling. Their body, Even their body compositions were mm. better delayed gratification i think we are cultivating a culture where we cannot be gratified in a delayed manner it is just instant gratification and the thing about instant gratification is it doesn't compound mm. the only thing it compounds is bad habits bad bad habits and worse results worse results it is literally teaching you to be impatient it is literally teaching you entitlement and it is literally teaching you how to destroy your life yeah because the thing about life is there are the best things in life usually are hard come by, which means you need to wait. 
or you need to ensure that an, enough time has passed before yeah. you can have the thing. Yeah. Honestly speaking, thinking about the relationship, thinking yeah. about the money, thinking about the um, the more tangible assets, those things acquire over time. It makes me think of um, one of the verses in Proverbs that talks about it is better to have, um, what do you call it? To have, to basically store wealth little by little, mm. basically gather up wealth little by little than to have um, greatness with wickedness. Yeah. And it's just like, wow. Sometimes it can be so frustrating when you have to go little by little, mm. when you have to gather the store crops, when you have to build up um, yeah. your stamina, your endurance, your patience. But once you actually achieve the thing, you realize, A, you've actually developed habits that will allow you to compound the end goal. Facts. The end is not the end. That's the funny thing. Facts. We often have this thing in our mind of this is the end. Even thinking about, okay, the million dollars, what comes after the million? Yeah. Even thinking about, oh, I want to get married. What comes after the, the day of day. your wedding? Even thinking about anything in life that you want to achieve, there will always be an after. Delayed gratification and patience teaches you how to maintain the after. And it's just the like, without thinking about that, many of us will fall into this trap of, I just want to get to the end as quickly as possible, not knowing that there is a whole lifetime that comes after the end. Mm. So understanding that the end is not the end. It is simply a pit stop. Even yeah. that end is a pit stop. Yeah. It's a checkpoint. The end is when you die. Right. Right. The end is literally when you die. That's the real end. That is, it is finished. It is at, done, dusted. You, eulogy, funeral. I hope y'all got life insurance. You know, all that No, kind but of actually, stuff. biggest man thing is so funny you said that because this morning I was thinking about that. Life um, sisters, I highly, highly recommend you get life insurance. <laughs> Honestly, um, this is not a sponsored episode by it's any life insurance uh, provider. Just thinking about wealth uh, <laughs> and building it. A lot of wealth uh, is first established through lump sums of money um, being, you know, passed through a family. And a great way to do that is actually through life insurance. Right. So just to put in your minds, if you haven't got life insurance, if your parents haven't got life insurance, your siblings haven't got life insurance, everybody get a life insurance policy. And especially now when it's cheaper right. and it will stay at a fixed rate throughout your whole life. And then when you pass, when... <laughs> Didn't say it'll be soon. So before you say, God forbid, do you, you not want to die? I mean. uh, well, obviously no one wants to die soon, but you will die at some point. Right. When you pass, um, you can leave an inheritance for your children, your Even family, that, your though. friends. And that is wisdom. That is great. I'm going to need us to deal with that in our communities though. Because they'd be like, oh, why are you wishing death on somebody? Death is, let me look at me, look at me in the eyeballs. Death is certain. It look inevitable at me. in the words of Thanos. Hello, you will inevitable. die. It is not a question of if you will die, it is when. Okay, you can delay. And how well. You can get your and healing. And it's a question for of your how well. Your back you can be pass. healed only for a finite amount of time because you and your back will be going yeah. to yeah, the ground. Yeah. And, and, and in fact, like, it really is a question of what do you leave behind when right, you pass, you know? Exactly. This is nothing to do with the episode, but run with it. Like, <laughs> it's good advice regardless. When you pass, what would you have left behind? Like, Better not be dead and, and exactly, cigar that's, 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 and Do you get what I mean? <laughs> and toxic memories. Ridiculous. And then on top of that, we got to pay for your funeral. Because you've got to do a co-fund uh, or a just giving. Because you don't have life insurance or savings or any ounce of a penny Just to your name. Cigarette butts and Figure Hennessy. it out. Get a life insurance Just policy. Because <laughs> even if you were a wicked person, if you leave behind a quick 100K for somebody, it's all right, we'll forget. We'll, for oh. we'll forget. All we'll of forget. The, those years will be mad. That toxicity <laughs> will be wiped out of by course, that life not insurance. Crimes. Not crimes. 
just a little bit just a little bit you know like let yeah it's just comfort. small she got my nerves a bit you know comfort. it's all right but leave to leave us subject what an absolute tangent, tangent. Boy, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah no but for real get, get, get no, a life insurance do get a, a life insurance policy yeah. it's really important get that you leave insurance. a legacy for not just your kids but your kids kids but moving on to the last thing that i wanted to talk about which we've actually talked about implicitly throughout this episode is jealousy <gasps> jealousy and comparison which is something that we talk about in our upcoming book if you didn't know tms has written a book aka myself and courtney oh yeah crazy crazy Crazy. oh my god have you seen that meme (laughs) i think it's of don jazzy wow (laughs) wow i didn't know wow so funny um Yes, TMS have written a book. We have written a book under Pan Macmillan, Bluebird. And ooh, ooh. if you haven't already, I would advise you strongly. I can't force you. It, please. Please pre-order. The more pre-orders we get, the less money your card is charged when the book is released. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the final price will actually like decrease. Huh? So the more pre-orders that we get, yeah. you know how like Amazon be doing that, you know, minus like two pounds, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, 13 yeah. pounds. So they're actually, when you pre-order the book, your card isn't charged yet. Your card is only charged oh. when the book is actually released and it's on the way. So the more pre-orders we get, the less the price, the pricing. Right, the pricing, be cheap. The pricing. Oh, okay. So if you want to help the sisters, not only completely transform their well-being, but save some coins whilst they're doing it, I suggest you pre-order it run do not walk that's dope run do that's not walk dope. so please purchase the book there's whole chapters on yeah. comparison and jealousy. Yeah. Oh, yeah but thinking about that i think what's also difficult about planning towards the future our timing patience is when you see friends in particular just thriving living their best life living their best life it feels like everything that everyone else is doing is just working for their good and you're just there like ah what, what about, about me? Where is my portion? You know that meme? Oh, sorry, guys. I literally think it <laughs> memes. You know that meme that's like, God, I see what you have done for others. others. Do it for me. I don't do want to be a mechanic. Me. I want to <laughs> be a baller. <laughs> How I think do it you talks. deal with the reality of there may be people who are around you in close yeah. proximity to you that have access to you or are achieving things that you want yeah. at a shorter pace and a shorter rate than you? You got the short straw. It's all right. She said, deal with your not, own. But also, even not just you got the short straw, your journey is just different. Right. Um, and that's actually okay because your time will come. That's the thing. You can't psych yourself out of, out of the idea that your time will come. Right. These things, and you said it before, these things are not scarce. Love is not scarce. Work is not scarce. Money is not scarce. It's just being hoarded by some people. Uh, number one. Number two, it just may not be your time. Mm. Um, and that's okay. And it, it comes down to everything we've just said about patience. Right. You just have to wait for your time, number one. Number two, if you do think there is something practically that they have that you don't have, it's time for you to step yourself up. So whether that's a networking issue, whether that's uh, your CV is not the same as their CV, they have taken courses that you haven't taken. I'm kind of sick of people sulking around, but they ain't putting the groundwork. You've got to put in the groundwork. Mm. Don't compare yourself to people whose groundwork, one, you haven't seen it, you don't understand, and two, you wouldn't be willing to put in even if you did see it and understand it. It's important for you to go out there and do the work, right? right. right? And then once you've done the work, you can be like, okay, now I'm doing the waiting, but you've got to have a seed in the ground and unfortunately some of you don't have any seed because you ate it and other people kept theirs and now it's in the ground she says you ate your seed (laughs) 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 
Ahoy. No, she said you ain't your seed. <laughs> you better. <laughs> You're really in your comedy bag today. I, I love really it. Am. I really love I it. Really <laughs> am. Nah, man, you better never back up, man. Put that in the ground. Compost over. Asa. Asa. Do you know how funny that is? Biggest bad thing. Not there. you ate your seed. You ate your seed. You ate your seed. It's actually, and the thing is, <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, not everyone is given equal seed. That's true. So you kind of even have to be, um, I remember there was this advice my dad gave me because I used to be, you know, a bit like, this is going to sound so pretentious. Yeah. But I'm like, dad, all these good things are happening to me and I feel like I'm losing friends. <laughs> because... <laughs> no, because genuinely I was losing friends. No, biggest bad thing. Biggest bad thing. There was one friend in particular that was oh, like, wow. we would have phone calls and I would leave the call just thinking, am I doing too much? Mm. Like, have I gotten too much? Mm. Have I... You're too big for your books. Yeah, have I gotten too big for... And I remember talking to him and he was like, my dad's not even a Christian like that. And he was like, Courtney, there's a place in the Bible where... Someone was given 10 talents, someone was given five, and someone was given one. The reward, though, was the same if they acted right with what mm. they were given. Do you get what I mean? That's good. So it's basically like... Ah, uncle. If, oh, my dad be spitting wisdom, I'm telling uncle. you. I'm, that's my best friend. He's also came, my bestie, guys. <laughs> he his, loves I'm this girl. literally deal. his next He's, She really yeah, is. Just because I may have more seed than you or I have m- more to start with, it doesn't matter. What you do with what you have is what matters. That's, That's what good. tells of your character. That's what tells of your journey and your result. Um, and what did people see? Increase, mm. no matter what, right? Mm. So whether you're starting off, it, 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 it does feel unfair sometimes when it's like somebody's starting off with 10, I'm starting off with one. But no matter what, if you do the seed thing right, you're both going to double your profits Absolutely. and you just have to keep focusing on yours and doubling it but unfortunately so many people spend so much time envying and coveting the people that have 10 or have five or have more that they don't do anything with what they with have they, with right, what they have right, right? right and it's like okay well you can't eat off of their profits you can't eat off of their you can observe their life and just grow more and more bitter but what about you Right. And that's why I need everyone to have a radical, almost selfish focus, an unapologetic amount of focus to actually growing what they already have Mm -hmm. in their possession. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. it's easy to look at what other people are doing and thinking, well, what about me? What about me? What about me? And your life is running you by. Time is parting, passing. Days are going by. And I don't mean this to be harsh because it is a very, very real feeling. And we talk about it in the book, like you said, we delve into it. It's a very real feeling, even Mm. amongst the people you love the most. However, this is a you problem. You got to deal with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I think that if there are practical things which you feel like this is actually keeping me behind my peers, address that. Like Mm. I, I have no problem saying... There are some peers that I look at and I think I want what you have. And then it comes to my heart that you don't work as hard as them. You don't know the people that they know. Damn. You haven't done the things that they've done. You also can't do the things that they've done because also, of your your values. Sometimes we'd be looking at how shiny the seed is or how shiny the tokens are. But that soil, they've been through a lot. A whole... That that's another soil? thing. Sometimes you actually don't know what people just had come in in store for them because of how much they've lost. You ain't lost that much. Like when I look at somebody like Nella, Nella Rose, I'm like, I want you to have everything that you could Honestly. have ever had because, and more because of how much you've actually been through. And it's not to say that like, oh, we should go through these strugg- struggles and hardships and losses so that we can actually succeed. But it is to say, damn, some people are due that rainfall 
because life's been hella droughting. And I think that that's something that we also need to appreciate that everyone's journey is very much so unique mm. and you cannot cover anybody's harvest because you actually don't know what they did to till the ground. Mm. Sometimes it's not even about the seed. It's what they did to work the ground. Right, right. They were out here come rain or shine then they were doing their, their watering. Hands were bleeding. Their hands were bleeding. They, were, they were ripping up thorns. Things were coming to come and snatch that seed out of the ground and they literally had to fight it and hunt those things down it ain't about anybody's grass it ain't about anybody's front. field face you your damn face front. your little plot of land over there facts. and you better add facts. some water and facts. some soil and what facts facts um, i love that absolutely love that and yeah. i completely agree i think jealousy definitely sometimes gets a bad rap because it is such it can manifest into such an ugly facts yeah. type of behavior and an big ugly kind of right big big green monster but it is a valid emotion in that it is normal to feel jealousy and it is a normal response to um conditions or where it feels like you have wanted something or desired something for some time and it hasn't been happening to you, but it seems to happen with a swiftness and a quickness to the people around you. I think the first thing in terms of like managing it, managing it and overcoming it is finding joy and celebrating others like genuinely. I think what's beautiful about being around people and having friends that are, you know, in their celebratory season is you seen their hardship. Yeah. So if anything, you of all people should, should. be like happy. Yo, when Courtney comes to me and tells me of her wins, I'd be celebrating more her more than she Facts. celebrates herself. <laughs> I am overjoyed and over like because if you had known what Courtney has gone through, you would completely understand that mm. what she deserves is even far more than what she has been given. Mm. In the same way that there are people in my life that I genuinely love and I've stood with and I've walked with and I've re- had a relationship with that everything that is due to you, you deserve it. Even if it's things that I also want for myself, yo, it brings me so much joy to know that there are people around me, especially if they're people that have invested in you in some way, whether it's they have been a close friend of you or whether they're, you know, somebody that's in close proximity to you that supported you in some way. I think that it is basic, like 101 of good character to exhibit joy and celebration when someone you love something has happened that is good for them like really like we often think about like sympathy and empathy when something has gone wrong or something is bad but what about celebrating the people around you when something has actually gone good there's just not enough joy in the world right now and i think it's important that we start with the people that are closest to us because I'm not like a big like celebrator when good things happen to me I'm just like oh you know that has happened and stuff like that but I can get to a place of joy when I know that my friends are around me yeah. and they're actually celebrating, celebrating me. You. Sometimes it takes the celebration from friends for you to realize that a good thing has happened yeah. in your life. And it can be so deflating if the people that are meant to love us the most are the ones that are completely oblivious to the fact that good things are happening yeah. in our life. We spend so much time and we give so much of our focus to the bad things happening. We we, we spend so much negativity and we spend so much time manifesting that negativity that this is actually an opportunity for you to show joy and manifest joy and cultivate joy with people that you care about most. Yeah. So seeing it as an opportunity, as soon as you feel, feel that green monster come in or whatnot, recognize that as an opportunity to be joyful for somebody yeah. and spend time overcoming it by doing the absolute most. Yes, Absol- going uh, all out to celebrate that person. That person must think that you are nuts. <laughs> Crazy, insane, like, yo, yeah. can you chill? No, no, no. Celebration no. is important. Yeah it's important because there's just too much negativity in the world. Yeah, it's the greatest way to kill pride. Greatest way to kill pride. And it's often in the times of celebration that you 
have the opportunity to really be present with yeah. that person to show them love but also present with yourself and understand that this is actually possible mm-hmm. it can really restore hope when you're celebrating and being jo- and you know joyous for somebody else Back. there have been so many times where i have lost hope in like some of my goals and then i see somebody else doing it, and i'm yeah. like damn okay it's, it's still possible. possible especially if it's somebody if somebody that's in your network somebody that you know or somebody that you love can achieve it oh hell come on you could do it too that should be evidence if anything that should spur on your faith and be like oh okay cool somebody who's in close proximity can have that yeah that means that i could have it too but you know why we don't see it that way because often when someone else gets something that we want we're quick to highlight our differences between us and them instead of actually highlighting what's similar right we came from a similar background we like if they can do it i can actually do it instead we think they got it because they're not like me in these ways perspective shift baby perspective is all about the mindset what mindset are you setting your (laughs) mind with um but no i think it's really important to have that reframing and just you know actually celebrate people i think we have become so bitter as a culture we've become so um self-absorbed i saw a meme (laughs) (laughs) i saw another meme and it was a guy who took a picture of himself and he was like i can't be happy for you because i wish it would have happened to me and I was just like, and I saw the amount of likes on that. And I was just like, we are a bitter, At least bitter. they were being honest. They were being honest, ooh. right. But that level of honesty, yo, ooh. some of y'all, we need some help. That's so you know what I mean? And that's why community is so important, especially in these times. Because when you are constantly bombarded with images of success without proximity, then it feels as though it's unattainable Mm. when we look at like all of these like celebrities and people online all we see is their pictures or all of that kind of stuff or we see all of these success stories and it feels like it's so far from us Mm. when really we should interpret we should first of all cultivate proximity so that we know the fullness of people's stories and we can actually invest in them and actually celebrate them when the joys come because we were there for the the low points but also having closer proximity to people means that yo I know you, you know me. You could even put me on. Yes. Yo, you could actually dead ass yes. put me on. And that's why you got to cultivate good relationships because a lot of people don't believe in that because they think, nah, no one's going to put me on. But if you have real friends, real friends are going to put you on. I can't tell you how many times my friends have put me on. Cannot tell you how many times my friends have put, professionally, yeah. relational wise, like my friends, even when like reflecting um on, on this month, yeah. on January, there have been certain opportunities and certain experiences that I've had because my friends have put me on yeah. or people that love me, people me around on. me have put me on. Facts. Cultivate good relationships. Jealousy won't ever be an issue when you've cultivated good relationships where people put each other on. Stop the gatekeeping and also put other people on as well. Yeah. If good things are happening to you in your life, put people on. Don't just be out here like, oh, everyone celebrate facts, me. Facts. Like, put people on. Facts. Um, yeah. But sisters, we would, as usual, love to hear your thoughts and opinions. What are you striving for in Mm -hmm. the next few months, Mm -hmm. the next few years? Like what's on the agenda and how can we as a sisterhood community support you? Drop it down like it's hot in the comments below on the YouTubes. If you're listening audio only, you need to come over. I'm gonna stop now, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're gonna have to come over to YouTube and drop those comments. And whilst you're here, give us a cheeky subscribe, a cheeky like. You know, keeping it cheeky over here, prim proper, but a little <laughs> For bit cheeky. Sure. Um, follow us on our social media to follow our glowing and growing journey. 
So we go right there. No. There we go. <laughs> Come follow us on social media <laughs> to follow our own journeys. The lovely lady to the left of me at CD Boateng, who is a YouTuber, a creator, and it, she just does a lot of stuff, guys. You should oh, you much ought to friends. follow her. You ought to follow her. And of course, come and follow me over at Renee Kapuku. We love to see it. And sisters, you must sign up to the Two My Sisters mailing list. It's a must for 2023, okay? Go to two my type in your email address. We'll send you weekly glowing growing chips. It's simple. It's simple. It really is. Quite that simple. Um, also, last week, last two weeks, everyone was asking me where my hair is from. Yeah, come on now. Come hair on, on now. Sir, it's from come me. Yeah, I laid it myself. <laughs> the Don't ever the get gag. it confused. I know, uh, but for right, if you didn't know, I used to own a hair company. Uh, that's how I made my money. Come on now. And uh, it might be coming back. Follow me on socials. Exclusive job. Anyways. I didn't know. <laughs> she was legit asking me for a wig. Oh my <laughs> god! Shock horror. Anyways, sisters, we hope that you have an amazing week. Please rate the podcast five stars on all streaming platforms. We'll talk to you next week. And as always, keep glowing and growing. Mwah. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com